We got an email from an Upside listener who needed advice. She wasn't specific at all about what she needed advice on. She just said, you guys have always said something I need to hear when I need to hear it. And I'm, I'm wondering if, if you could do that again. So good luck. Let me know what you find. Let me know what you can figure out. I've been thinking about her ever since we got that message. And I think I have her answer today. All that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, January 31st. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the show, this show, because I get to sit and talk with you for at least 30 minutes every single day. And it was T-Bird who pointed that out to us years ago. And I think of it often. And this show is such a gift for that reason. I 100% agree. Uh, My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my Apple Watch. I went on a mission yesterday, and it was a mission to collect steps. Because what? how many steps did I say I got? You said- On Monday. It was like, no, on Sunday. What did I say? It was like- It was like 3,000 cleaning the house or something like that. It was like 3,000 cleaning the house. I'm like, clearly, I need to step up my game. So I tracked the steps yesterday, right? Which is a very neat thing to do. Like, it's very cool that you can wear something- on your wrist. Yeah. I busted it. I was walking in the neighborhood. I was doing all the things. I was breaking a sweat. Get back to my car. 6,200 steps. Womp womp. For the day. I mean, I, I think I got like, you know, 5,800 or whatever, but I was like, I busted. Like, how did I used to so easily get 10,000? I think working from home puts me at a disadvantage. Well, of course it does. Cause even the walk from the parking lot to your car, you know, mm-hmm. even if you park close, that's a hundred steps, 50, yeah. 50 steps, mm-hmm. but then you go out during lunch. Yeah. Then you part, you go to wherever you're, you're having lunch or whatever errands you're going to run. You do that. It's possible that you could go three to eight, that a person who works from home or who is a stay at home parent could go three or four days without ever leaving their house and yard. You know what I should do? Unlikely, but very possible. I don't think it's unlikely. I didn't drive anywhere on Sunday. No, I'm saying three or four consecutive days. If you're, if especially if you have, I'm thinking of people who have kids. Yeah. I I include a stay-at-home parent. But you could, and it's, I think it would be even hard to get consistently a few thousand steps in your own house. Maybe I should start parking down the street. Well, you know, they, they <laughs> just to give myself a little, like, it'll be like my, you know, faux parking lot walk, you know? Yeah. What if you only did it on days that you were working? That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> who was it? Did we talk about it on this show or did, at some point at the beginning of, of the pandemic, when everybody was working from home, somebody told us that they, every morning, in order to be motivated, because their office closed out and they were working from home, Mm -hmm. and they were just struggling with being motivated or whatever, so they would, every morning, get up at the same time their alarm would go off, they would 
take a shower, get dressed. It was a guy who did this. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was somebody we knew. Then they would get in the car and drive to their workplace, circle the parking lot, turn around, come home, park across the street from their house, and then walk into their house mm-hmm. and, quote, go to work. Yeah. Because there was so much less traffic, the commute time was the to and from was the same as normally being there too. Mm-hmm. And he, he said it helped get his mind right. Yeah. Yeah. And get your steps in if that's what you're doing. Hmm. I don't know how, why I just remember this, right? Okay, you know what today is? Tuesday. You know what that means? It's time for some Tuesday takeaways. Uh, what's with the uh, country music? I used it last time. Did you? Yes, remember? I said, I don't know what the deal is with this music, but I just think it's fun. And I played it between every day. Sorry. I thought it was this is else. the greatest new segment that we've had in two weeks. Okay. All righty. Let's do it. Do you have any takeaways that you'd like to include? Uh, don't let Jeff Dollar decide on the theme music <laughs> for th- our shows. I think it's fun. All right. There, uh, I, I came across. If you've th- never listened to the show before and you hear that, you're like, what the? What? But it's catchy. It'll pop in your head randomly. Um, so this is a, 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 a newsletter thing, a blog post uh, from a guy named um, Dershak Rana. I had never heard of him, but saw this article and then went through and read a whole bunch of his stuff. He's filled with life hacks, Mm -hmm. with with takeaways that work wonders on your brain. You know know how I love those things. Uh, These um, four or five that I'm going to share are from a list of 17 life-changing micro habits that will that only take you f- less than five minutes. Okay. All right? These are great. So here are your Tuesday takeaways. Number one, well, the, I'm not going to number them because they're in no particular order, but the first one that I highlighted, count till 10 in your head before replying to any out-of-the-blue questions. Brilliant. Mm-hmm. Don't we... I feel like we've talked about this before in negotiation. Right. When you're negotiating with somebody, don't respond right away to whatever their offer is. Count to 10 in your head, recite a nursery rhyme, do Mm -hmm. something. But if you can train yourself, how many times have, have we said, yeah, that sounds great, while at the same time another voice in our head is saying, there is no chance we're doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you just take a breath and go, well, let me think about that for a second, and count to 10 in your head, then you can formulate an answer. That'll just save everybody time and headache. Um, do this with your goals at least one. Oh, hold on. Yeah. If you have goals, resolutions, commitments, uh, mantras, whatever they are, write them down. But... At least once a day, read what you have written down. I think this is, we already do this with our mirror notes. Mm -hmm. Although I have to move mine right front and center. They're off to the side right now and it's too easy for me to ignore them. Yeah. But I got to move them right front and center. So brilliant. 
banish all screens from dining areas. We've done that. Yep. And it's great mm-hmm. because it allows you to enjoy your food more. It allows you to be more mindful of, of what you're eating. How easy is it to mindlessly crush an entire bag of snacks right. while you're scrolling Instagram? And, and it helps generate conversation. Right. You're forced to talk to the people at the table. That's why I always, Jeff and I always say with Ellie, now take this with a grain of salt because we're not at this point yet. Uh, so we may change our minds. But one thing we've talked about doing with Ellie is no screens at the table. Also, when you're out with adults and other people, like you have to figure out a way to behave at the table and talk to the adults and ask questions and right. give answers. Like you can't just have your head down the whole meal. You have to participate. Yeah. And uh, we have, Callie and I have some really, like last night at dinner, because we had no phones, I remember asking you, hey, did you see anything good on TikTok today? And then you just described to me all the TikTok videos that you watched because you couldn't show them <laughs> no, to me. Didn't. You know, really opens <laughs> That's up. That's not happen. Really opens up communication. That okay. not happen. I'll do two more. By the way, these two, my favorites. Okay. And I can't even rank them favorite and second favorite. They're both favorites. They're favorite and also favorite. Okay. Right? Uh, make your bed as soon as you get out of it. This tr- Truly, there are a couple reasons for this. One, the, if you make your bed as soon as you get out of it, no matter what happens that day, you've accomplished one thing. And you're reminded of that when you get in bed at night. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but uh, a, a socioeconomic economist named Randall Bell studied people for 25 years and he found out that somebody who makes their bed first thing in the morning is up to 200% more likely to be a millionaire because uh, people who achieve wealth in their life and are disciplined enough to become wealthy do so with micro habits. Making your bed is a good indicator of that. Mm. All right, and then never go to bed with a dirty kitchen. Oh. And this is a tough one because when you- I say, oh, because this is a thing in our house. Like Jeff hates going to bed with a dirty kitchen. Right. Because I hate waking up with a dirty kitchen. And there's nothing worse than it being 1030, all you're thinking about is climbing into bed or 1130 or whatever, and you realize- that the dishes from dinner are still in the sink. Yeah. So. You know uh, what I always tell myself mentally? Cause I have made it my priority to clean the kitchen before bed because it's important to you. So, but therefore it is important to me. And I get in my head, this is so dumb, but I give myself a little challenge. I'm like, all right, you got five minutes. Right. Go. Right. And then that for whatever reason, and if I'm holding my phone, it just, it takes forever. So I just tell myself I have five minutes and I start from one end of the kitchen and I work my way around until the whole thing's clean. That's, um, it's very efficient. Yeah. That that's, uh, the car mom, Kelly Stumpy has talked about that before on her Instagram and on the, and on the podcast where if her house feels chaotic, but she doesn't have any time, she just sets a timer for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and gets whatever she can done in that 20 minutes time. And it's usually much more than she expected. And because she's super focused on it. Did we publicly congratulate her on the show? Did we? I don't know if we did. 
Kelly had her baby. Kelly from the Carpool Podcast had her baby. We're so excited. And the other host, her sister Liz, is pregnant. So it's like babies all over the carpool. Right. So uh, anyways, those are your Tuesday takeaways for today. And by the way, I know you mock the segment and the, the choice I'm of music. I'm not mocking the segment. But if you've listened to the show, you've heard the voicemails at the end of the show. People are calling and leaving their Tuesday takeaways. Ooh, love yeah. it. Yeah. The only thing they don't have is this. I find it completely ridiculous how hard it is to give people my money this week. It, yeah. I have, and most of them, you know, look, we, I love my medical people. I love my nurses. I love the people that work in the business office. You have a hard job. It is not for the faint of heart. However, my billing people, Oh my gosh. I have been trying to give three doctor's offices my money this week. And I, I just, it's so hard and I just, yeah, I've been trying to like pay bills, like med different medical bills right now. Like we have a ton. Um, and I went on let, or I got a bill. First one, I got a bill. There's no phone number on it. There's no website on it. It's like, put your credit card here. There's not even an option to pay by check. Put your credit card here and send it back in. They don't give you an envelope. And it, it's, it's a printed out piece of paper. It's not even. It looks like it was typed on a typewriter. Right. And then whatever's at the bottom is blacked out with a Sharpie. Thick, thick black marker. Yeah. It looks like one of those re redacted government, you know, when they say, all right, here are the files on the UFOs. And you can only read 11 words because the whole thing's covered in black. That's what the bottom of it looks like. And we, this so is bizarre. one, we talked about it before and I got another bill from them. And I tried to call them this time. Like I Googled their number or whatever. No one answered the phone. I'm like, it's I don't even it's, know. It's an anesthesiologist. So do you think they were just sleeping? <laughs> That's why they didn't answer. There's your dad joke for today. But the uh, thing with that, the reason I'm so judgy about them is because anesthesiology world. Can I help you? That's how I would answer the phone if I worked in an anesthesiologist's office. Um, I'm sure that you would. That's why no one would ever hire you. And if I worked at a place that sold hearing aids, I would ask everybody what. Jeff, so I would answer. The Jeff phone did like, that. Oh my god, Jeff did that to our genetic counselor. You remember that? I do. On our, we, for fertility stuff, you have to have, you get your blood tested and then they tell you what you're a carrier for. And there was one like, you know, not very close gene thing that they were explaining to us. And the woman said, you know, and it can lead to hearing loss and you know, all of this stuff. And Jeff goes, what? And she goes, it can lead to hearing loss and blah, blah, blah. And we were both just silent. She was like, dang it. I never catch on to that joke that joke you are just i don't know what you are jeff dollar anywho what? so that was that i'm not even responding to that one so that if was, i worked at an eye doctor i would say things like sign here but i would just point to the counter next to the clipboard <laughs> right wouldn't that be funny i don't think it would be very funny if you can't see okay do you need glasses no but i mean just to lighten the mood yeah i don't know uh, Jeff Dollar for hire anyone. If you want Jeff Dollar to come work at your medical office, you can have him. Uh, so the second one I go in and it's like, okay, this is an online bill pay, which love the online bill pay. One of my favorite things ever. Cause it's so easy. 
and I can do it right when I'm thinking about it. Log on and it says, okay, you have to type like three different sets of numbers. And one of them is like the patient ID. And it's like here, it's very well marked. It's like, here is where you'll see the patient ID on your bill. So I go search for it. It's like 17 numbers long. Yeah. There's a period in the middle. It's like a credit card number. And some lowercase numbers. Right. I mean, lowercase letters. And I'm like, wait, what? So I I went through like one by one. And because of course I typed it wrong. Yeah. So then I had to like do it over again. Um, and then another one, I had to reset my password like three times. Cause it was, was there, like, was there a string of zeros? Cause that gets me every time where like, they say, type this number exactly. And it's like one, four, zero, 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 six, O, B, seven dash R because I literally close one eye <laughs> and then count the number of zeros by moving my fingernail across the page. I li- I'm I- like one, two, three, four, five, six. One of our bank account numbers has a bunch of zeros in it. And I always, every single time, and it's like an abnormal number of zeros. And I'm like, Z- okay, one to, and I do, I, sometimes I have to put like a paper up and then if I get distracted, I'm like, no, dang it. Did I have fives? Did I have six? I don't know. I looked at counting the zeros on those account numbers. I look the exact same way as Ellie does looking for the triangle in her picture. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Triangle. Uh, and then the last one I had to reset, like my name didn't match up with my email, didn't match up with something else. And then I finally got in and reset my password and, uh, it was a zero balance, but the invoice said something else. And I was <laughs> like, I love and appreciate my doctors, but I'm not calling to track you down. It, this is $20. So you, you want to find me, you come find me. I'll see you in like three weeks anyways, you know? Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. When a librarian goes fishing, what do they use as bait? Bookworms. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. Money can't buy happiness, but not worrying about your money comes pretty close. That's where Chime can help you smile more. They were just named the number one most loved banking app. With payday up to two days early and fee-free overdrafts up to $200, they offer financial peace of mind in your wallet. All of this with no annual fees, large security deposits, or credit checks to apply. See for yourself why Chime is so loved at chime.com slash upside. That's chime.com slash upside. C-H-I-M-E dot com slash upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank and a member's FDIC. Early access to direct deposit funds depends on pair. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. See chime.com slash spot me. Chime was the 2021 number one most downloaded banking app in the U.S. according to Aptopia. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Two or three weeks ago, we get a voicemail that I have been thinking about ever since. It's a woman who has listened to the Upside since the pandemic, and she's so complimentary in her message. She says, you guys have talked about so many things that have hit me at just the right time and it's exactly what I needed when I needed it to help me get over different humps in the pandemic and you know my personal professional life as a matter of fact one of the stories you guys told I actually use in my leadership training she's a manager or something she I think she manages managers so so kind then you can hear her start to get emotional, and she says, "I basically paraphrasing here, but I don't know what I need, but I need something right now." And I would, is there anything you guys could? And there was no gave us no direction, just said, "I'm struggling right now, and you guys have always come through for me in the past. Is there anything?" And you know when somebody asks you a question that you feel like you should have the answer to, but because they're- You don't have the inspiration in that moment. Right. And you're like, I know I've got something in there for her, but I don't I've know been what thinking, it is right this second. I hope she's listening today because I've been thinking about you every single day since that. And the message you need to hear, I know what it is. And it is the story of the Chinese farmer. Have you ever heard this story, Callie? I have not. All right. I'm going to tell you about the Chinese farmer. The Chinese farmer lived a simple life with his family. And one day, his horse ran away. All of his neighbors came by the house and said, oh, my goodness, your horse ran away. That is such terrible luck. And the farmer simply responds with, maybe yes, maybe no. And then a few days later, the horse comes back, but with him... There are several other wild horses, right? Mm -hmm. So the farmer's neighbors all come over and they're congratulating him. They're saying, oh my gosh, what great luck. Your horse came back and brought more horses with him. And the farmer says, maybe yes, maybe no. Who knows? Could be good luck, could be bad luck. Is what it is. So a few days later, the farmer's son gets on one of the wild horses to try to tame him so he could be a working horse on the farm, falls off, breaks his leg. All the neighbors come over. They say, gosh, such bad luck. So sorry that that happened to your son. Farmer's response, maybe yes, maybe no. Good luck, bad luck, who knows, is what it is. A few days later, there's a knock at the door. Soldiers from the army, and they are drafting people, and they're looking for any able-bodied young man, but the farmer's son can't go, because he's got a busted leg. So the neighbors all come over. 
they congratulate the farmer. They say, your son doesn't have to, to, to go off to war. Such good news. The farmer responds, maybe yes, maybe no. So the point is that chain in theory could go on forever, right? Because the farmer subscribes to the idea that there's no good news or there's no bad news. There's simply news. And our perspective of every situation is almost wholly shaped by experiences and beliefs. So if you can find a way to start to believe as the farmer did and really, really get that in your soul, you'll start to realize how much energy you have spent being anxious about things that were simply imagined. So the farmer realizes that the present moment is perfect just as it is, and stress about the future or regret about the past is just a thin but very mighty wall that every one of us has the possibility of breaking through. And on the other side of that is a life of contentment, happiness, and no worry. I love that. So I hope, nope, not even I hope. I know that's what you needed to hear right now. And I hope somebody else did too. Good luck. Your first random thing for today. Well, why did I just screw that up? Here are your three <laughs> random things for today. Your first random thing is Finance Buzz has a little Valentine's Day challenge. And there's a lot of companies that do cool like PR marketing gimmicks around Valentine's Day. This one I thought was awesome. They are looking for couples to test their relationship by putting together an Ikea bedroom set. And they're going to give the couple $2,000. They're going to give them $1,000 to buy the set. $1,000 if they complete the activity. And um, all you have is the instruction manual with no written instructions. You know, at Ikea, it's little, just- There's little stick figures. It's just it, like, yeah, there's no words. It's only pictures of the stuff. And a, um, what are those things called? The Allen, the Allen wrenches. And an Allen wrench. That's all you get. And if you do it, and I guess if you're still together, you get $1,000. I uh, think that could be a, actually a great concept for an escape room is instead of having to solve the mystery to get out, they put you in the room, they put an hour and whatever the time is, 15 mm -hmm. minutes on the clock, and then they just give you difficult things to assemble. There are kids, toys, true, gas grills, Ikea furniture, etc. True marital tests. Hanging, I think one time I, well, actually, no, I was pregnant with Ellie. So you were handling it. And I'm really glad because we would have for sure gotten in a fight because you were so mad and so frustrated, but you were hanging a gallery wall Yeah, remember, I, at our house and the walls weren't even. I actually said at one point, this room is crooked. <laughs> You're like throwing stuff. I was just sitting there. I'm like, don't say anything. Don't contribute. He just wants you to, he does not want your opinions and does not want your help. <laughs> you so may, I get my mouth shut. You, people, may, you may have just gone for a walk. People also said that about hanging wallpaper, like oh. never hang wallpaper with your spouse because it will end in a fight 100% of the time. Here is your second random thing. Uh, be aware of restaurants that might be using surge pricing. Basically, they charge more during their busiest times. Some restaurants have been upping the price as much as 40%. <gasps> That's a tricky little game. I don't it, like that. I, it's tricky. However, 
it makes sense, especially with the labor stuff that's going on in the food service industry. Yeah. You know? Yeah, if because, you're busier and it's more of a stress on the staff and stuff like that. Yeah, and 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 if you want to go out and have a nice meal and you don't have to go at prime time, then that allows them to spread. So that, that'll allow for a better experience for everybody. Jeff and I hardly ever eat at prime time. We don't well, go to restaurants. Like, but that's, even that's not a fair. Well, it is because remember I was craving um, Mexican food the other day and it was, there's this new place around Atlanta that's popping up called real tacos. Um, and it's so good. And I was like, should we go get, should we go eat? I'm like kind of hungry for dinner. And it was like three 30 or four. And we went. Yeah. Yeah. But I think the, yeah. 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 Another, I would just keep in mind you, you had your weird job hours. So, like I know. This, this Valentine's day is going to be the first Valentine's day in years that Callie and I will actually be having, like I prepared, I made a reservation two months ago, a month ago, I, a couple weeks ago, a while long enough in advance that we got a good reservation at a good time. Every Valentine's day for the past seven years, we've been going at five 30. Where month. are we going on Valentine's day? I don't remember. I don't either. I know you put it in the calendar, but I can't remember. Uh, and I forgot we should have done the waffle house thing. You know, they do candlelight dinners yeah. and stuff. Uh, and your third random thing for today is also has to do with the staffing shortages that have been going on. Uh, CVS, Walgreens and Walmart are cutting pharmacy hours. So next time you head to the pharmacy, uh, maybe check the hours. And I had, I read this and then right before the show was like, Oh my gosh, I got to go pick up my prescription. I think CVS closes at 7 PM. Um, and I gotta say, I feel so, I have not been to the pharmacy, any pharmacy in a really long time where the people working there don't look like their hair is on fire yeah. and they're just like completely exhausted. And I feel so every time I go in there, I just want to give them a hug and just, I always make a point to say, you're doing great, but they just look so burnt out. So I hope this, um, switches up for them Mo soon. Mosh had this story on his Instagram account on the Mo News Instagram account uh, earlier this week or last week, late last week. And a bunch of pharmacists responded with uh, criticism of chain drugstores and the way they staff and treat their pharmacists. I, hmm, I feel like these are fighting words because we, we don't have a choice right now. Uh, where we get our, you know, prescriptions and stuff like that. But I, we don't have a choice because the insurance plan that we're on mandates a certain pharmacy pharmacy that we have to go to. And it happens to be one of the chain pharmacies. Yeah. So I don't know. I think there's something to that. Like I, in my head, it's like the small town pharmacy thing or whatever. And I know there's one not too far from us. I just like the drive through cause we have Ellie, but, um, and the, there's a small the town, small ones. there's a small town pharmacy near us. It's not like, it's kind of in between our house and my parents' house. So oh, okay. it's not out of the realm of where we normally go. I just, I usually like the convenience. Another thing I've been thinking about, I wonder if target's different. No, cause target is merged with CVS. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll start doing the Smaller Can, things. But we can't do a small. I like the idea of the small town pharmacy because I feel like if you go in there and ask them and say, oh, I, I sprained my ankle. I need a, a painkiller in my mind. You know, what's be what's better for a sprained ankle, Tylenol or Aleve? And the pharmacist will say, 
you know what? Let me go in the back here and I'll get something for you. Here's what you want to do. You want to take two aspirin crushed up in a glass of orange juice and put a piece of peppermint under your tongue and that'll cure your ankle just like that. Here's what it means to me. To me, when you walk in the door, they're like, hey, Callie. Right. Or like, hey, Jeff, how you doing? They give Ellie a lollipop or something. Right. They give Ellie a lollipop. They're like, how's your mom doing? I know right. she had a cold last week. Is she feeling better? Right. That is what I want in a pharmacy. HIPAA violations up and down. Yes. How's your neighbor doing? You know, he's, he's got a pretty bad disease. We just heard about it. Anyways, I didn't hear that from me. Should check in on them. Take him a, Z, a ZD or something. A Hip, ZD? Baked ZD. Oh, okay. And those are your three random things. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Here's how I know that Callie Dollar and I are compatible. Because she busted Ellie and I the other day. She found in the trash of my car, the wrapper of uh, uh, frosted, what are they called? Like a cookie wedge with frosting on them from Publix. A cookie, a slice cookie of cake. cookie cake. A slice of cookie cake mm-hmm. from Publix. Mm-hmm. Was she mad that I got a piece of cookie cake? Allie and I got a piece of cookie cake when we went to this and we ate it in the car and we didn't tell Callie? No. Was she mad? that I didn't bring her home a piece of cookie cake. No, she was mad that Ellie's first piece of cookie cake was not from the kiosk in the middle of the mall, the great American cookie. How dare you? How dare you subject our daughter to cookie cake that is not great American cookie? There's only one. Yeah. There is only one and I will defend the Publix Bakery forever. It is so good. They do not do cookie cake like Great American Cookie, and I am personally offended that you did not take our daughter to the mall. The re- and <laughs> Publix, why would you not just get like a slice of cake or something they do really well? Because we were walking through and Ellie wanted, you know, they give you a free sugar cookie or whatever, mm-hmm. and she said, uh, cookie, dada, and I said, well, let's go see, and we went over, and every, they were just busy in the back, so you don't want to be like, hey, can I have a free cookie? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you read the room. Good job. And I was like, yeah. And But while I was walking over, they had the tray where they have the individual cake slices. That's too much. They have the, you know, they had the whatever. But they had one little wedge of cookie cake. Or two, like, there were two little cookie cake wedges. And I'm like, huh. I'm just going to get that. You know what, Ellie? We'll have our cookie in the car. And I got that. And um, what's funny is that as soon as I've been into it, I'm like, you know, this is good because Publix, but you're not the same. Hey, guys, love the show. Just wanted to throw something out there on yesterday's, uh, well, today's actually three random things. The third random thing, that Fireball whiskey and the Fireball cinnamon, the miniatures, they did have alcohol. They didn't have whiskey because they were being sold at places that can only sell beer, wine, and malt liquor. So it was cinnamon-flavored malt liquor, basically. So you still get drunk, but you're not getting whiskey. But Fireball is Fireball anyway, so bleh. Bye! 
Hi, Jeff. I am not a fan of Isug Retom, but I am totally a fan of listening to little Ellie's voice. I don't like the backwards part because it was just weird. But her, she has the sweetest little voice. And anytime you want to have her read little stories on the podcast, I would love to listen to those or even just listening to her talk because it is just precious. Love the show. Bye. Dickwee, dickwee, duck. The, the, the mouse went up the clock. Stuck one. The mouse went down. Hey, dickwee, dickwee, duck. Um, S-U-G, I don't even, I can't, I can't even pronounce the other part. Um, it's hilarious, but I'm 100% with Charlie. It was making me dizzy. Um, but when you played it back forwards, Ellie's little voice is amazing. And I love hearing her just progress and grow and explore the world. And um, she's just fantastic. Hope you guys are great. Bye. Three by nice. See how they look. The owl wanted after farmers. She cut off the tail to coming knife. Three by mice. Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.